1: This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey.
2: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake. All right head over to Venice, Louisiana and check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat, R.J.'s Hunt and fishing. Mike, good morning, man. How are you? I'm good, Mickey. How are you, sir? I'm <laughs> good, man. It's all good. All Can't good. can complain. Yes, sir. <laughs> well,
3: no. We're on the right side of the dirt, so there ain't no complaining. No, sir. I'll roll with it. Yeah. No, I'm still hearing, hearing. Cleveland, Texas. Uh, all the grandkids on spring break this week, so we all planned it out, so spent a little time with them. I don't get to spend no time with them much, so especially during the summer when they're out of school, and some am full-blown work, so we just kind of planned it out, so it kind of worked out just right. This year, the be off Easter and then being on spring break after Easter.
2: Yeah, that's a light one.
3: Oh, well, they've done had... It's crazy. Their parents are so upset with this school. They've had (laughs) two spring breaks already. Have they? Yeah, they had a... They had something back in... I don't know, the end of February, 1st of March, they had something. I don't know what they called it. It was out a week already then. So they got two spring breaks this year. There's a lot of schools doing that. I mean, parents are not real happy about it. You know, especially when you got younger children that, you know, can't be at home by themselves.
2: Yeah. So you know, it kind of puts a strain on everything. But, yes, you know, it does. Because, you know, yeah. most uh, families to survive these days, you know, both parents have sure. to work. Oh, absolutely!
3: It's all getting better. I, I, I saw something yesterday. <laughs> Groceries coming down, gas going up. So you know, yeah, I don't know. It's
2: all good in the hood, brother. All good. We can yeah. make it. We can make it. Well, yes. Yeah,
3: so, I don't. I'm don't even pay no attention to these <laughs> politics no more. Nah. Oh the, the, the funniest one though, that Bud Light
2: deal going around. That is a hilarious mess. I'm telling you. What what that, is
3: going I, on? Uh I finally saw a, a <laughs> pretty hard facts on that deal. They took a whooping.
2: Yeah, they did. Well
3: even in New York, they, I saw a deal in New York, a sports bar in New York that host uh uh or dark tournament and watching hockey too at the same time they generally go through four kegs of Bud Light beer in one evening and I don't know when when they had it I guess over the weekend or something they sold four cups four ounce cups that's all they (laughs) sold so they'll get you something Absolutely
2: hilarious. Well, I wonder how much rain you got over there from that uh, rain uh talked, did you hear I anything?
3: Thought, I talked to Brandon Ballet uh, about a gator hunt deal we got set up for some customers uh last night and he said that he just his kids are on spring break too and he said they up and he saw it coming. He said he just up and left, went to Alabama turkey hunt. He said he talked to his brother and they got hammered.
2: So yeah, I saw where I saw where Florida, Fort Lauderdale, they had a bunch of flooding over there, street flooding.
3: Yeah. I know. I they looked at rain several times yesterday, and it was Venice was covered up. Man, so, but it, it you know it it's been dry down there. It's been an unusual
2: spring for Venice. Uh, yeah, well, usually Louisiana gets a lot of rain in the spring. But Their average every, rainfall is way higher than ours. It's, uh, oh, absolutely. But everything's just lifted. It's like here. I did not
3: get... We got a few sprinkles here yesterday. Afternoon. That yeah. was it. Now, just above us, I mean, I was here at the house. You know, I'm kind of west of Cleveland, about 10 miles. and
2: mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we was, it was doing some rumbling up that way yeah I could hear a lot of rumbling coming from your direction, you know from my house yesterday, yeah yeah, but I
3: never got that rain. I kept looking at radar and like I said it just it just lifted and stayed north of us and moving west so and that's crazy, you know it's north yeah, it was and those west. bands I,
2: coming off at low pressure
3: yeah and that's why I said I was looking at radar and I seen that uh them bands is why that was doing it that way.
2: But other than well, today that, he looks good. Yeah, it does. Today it looks wild. real good, real and sunny and nice, and winds are going to be down. Be a good fishing day today. Yep. Um, Around here, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Venice is going to be too good, but no. But it is sliding to the east. It's it's leaving your area, so that's good news yep. for you. Yeah. No. Well, I you got to go back,
3: I, I go back Monday. And and I don't really know the what days I even have off, uh, especially in May. I kind of overbook myself in May. And, but Mama's ready me and go back said the account getting low. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, that, that's that's nothing new these days. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, you just.
3: It's amazing. You know, we've we've talked about it. it's like everybody these birthday parties now, you know, let's go out and we'll meet here for a birthday party. I told Darlene, I said, You better go to adding that up because you know, it's a hundred dollar bill minimum to go out and and sit around and drink and eat and visit for a birthday party and Yeah, that's if you go somewhere cheap.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about.
3: And so it
2: is I mean, something we got to get. Mm. Well, I wish I had good news to tell you about our fuel costs this summer, but they're going to be back up again the way it's looking. It's not looking oh, absolutely. Fav- I know. favorable I know. for us. who burn, We burn a lot of fuel. Oh,
3: I know. Absolutely. So, hey, and while I was thinking about it, uh, everybody put the out for Tex. He had a little bout. I don't know exactly all, but he is. Uh, I, I don't know if he's oh, still in hospital, but he was. Uh, oh Lord! Don't know uh, what it was. Don't want to speculate, cause I'm sure he's listening. But we love you, Tex, and yeah, we do. Thank you both. And uh, uh, I'll get more details on it. But
2: well, yeah. we're getting at that age. I'm checking engine, engine lights. Come on a lot. Oh, mine come on yesterday, and them grandkids it, over had to me, do some work. Life.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I had them over here help me do some stuff around the place here, and I told them, hey, we're going to time out for a minute. What's up, Father? We're we going to have a time out for a minute. Just chill out. Just all sit down and cool off for a minute
2: here. Yeah. Just uh, I catch myself that. doing that more and more often. Stuff around the house, all the outside yard work stuff yeah. that I could knock out in four or five hours, that takes all day now. All day. No yeah. sense in killing yourself over it, just working no,
3: pace. You know, Take breaks. That. I've been telling myself that for well, since I've you know, I've been on ten days or so now. And uh um, eight in. Here. But I told myself, Oh, why are you in such a hurry about everything? You know, i <laughs> Always wide open, you know, and I guess it's kind of that guy deal, you know, up 4.30 every morning.
2: Yeah, he used to working under the gun, you know.
3: Yeah, under the gun and just get too fast-paced about it. And uh, everybody can't be like old James Flog. I mean, he's just laid back and he he ain't up here in the
2: world. Well, he's 10 years younger than we are, too.
3: (laughs) I know. (laughs) But he's still he's laid back, dude. It,
2: I um, love it. Get you something else. Little spark plug, little rat. <laughs> little rat, little rat. Oh gosh, I could write a book on some of the stuff I've done with him. It's crazy. Oh, absolutely.
3: All of y'all. I mean, y'all, you old yeah,
2: a, uh, We didn't leave nothing on the table. I can tell you that we did it all. We've yep. Now we've you found know, our, to... bur, both barrels for a long time. Yep.
3: And that's the same way with me. You know, I've, I've been blessed. When you look back at it, and what I've been able to do and you've been able to do. and um, I wouldn't change a thing. No, nope, wouldn't change it at all. I'd do some few things different, but I wouldn't change nothing. Right. But, um, so. but other than that, forest fishing, I mean, it's just. It's crazy, down. That's what me and Brandon was talking about last night. He's, he's, I'm really kind of tired of catching them. <laughs> I
2: understand. <laughs> Man, the year's just getting going. <laughs> yeah, the year's just getting going. You're yeah. getting tired. Wait You're till about win. July or August this summer. Yeah, no kidding. When them
3: uh-huh. bull reds are tearing all your tackle up, which they already are. I mean, bull red fishing's kind of stupid already. So.
2: Yeah, it's kind of early, too,
3: really. Yeah, it is. You know, and that's what Brent was talking about the other day when he stood on them so hard. And, um, he said, you know, and most of it was just school the keepers and, he said, and then all of a sudden here, them 40 inches would come and have four on at one time. And he said, and, and it is, you, that's a workout. I mean, it's, you, you, that's a morning at the gym right there. Yeah. Because, you know, even before you go to net them and handle them, you, uh, you got to, if you got four only one time, you you've got to help them make sure they ain't gonna get all tangled up and tear stuff up. So um, there's a lot of a lot of jockeying the boat going on then when you got a you got four of them on at one time. So oh yeah,
2: it's a fire drill.
3: Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And you're in the middle of that fire drill. You're the fireman.
2: Yeah, you're the one dodging and ducking under everybody (laughs) with the net, waiting to see which one's going to wear the next fish down. I I had a gentleman a
3: while back. when We was on the bull reds, and we had two on or three. I don't remember one of them. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I you ain't ready. He's 20 foot from the boat, huh? Hey, yeah, yeah, and he's, he's still, got yeah. <laughs> yeah, he still got another run
2: in him. Yeah. Yeah, he's
3: still got another run in him. My just me up. Well, come on, Captain. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm on one side of the boat trying to net one. Another one's over there hollering. At me. I got him up here. Come on, Captain. I'm trying to look over my shoulder, and he's 20 foot away, and I'm going,
2: mm-hmm. One thing about them old bull reds, once you get them worn down and they finally come up next to the boat, and they'll just uh, roll over on their side and just kind yeah, of sit there Yeah, they'll, they'll light up, yeah. They'll you lay know, up, and then, then they can wait their turn to get the net scoop them up, yeah. take them off, and chunk them back. Yes, sir. No. All right, you know, buddy. Well,
1: I, I got a roll, we'll Mike. Hey, if somebody <laughs> w-
2: wants to call you about coming over to Venice this year and bowing up, how they get a hold of you, man.
3: 832-338-9376. Get this on, well on the web at R.J. Hunt Efficient.
2: All right, buddy. Well, Mike, you have a good one. It's always a pleasure. Oh, I what Enjoy aye, your aye, time aye. with your grandkids and all that. That's gonna, good stuff. I'm going to abuse them again
3: today. I got to Wear them. Wear the Free labor. Free labor. I'm going to get it. That's
2: <laughs> it. Work them down, man. <laughs> all right, make it Have See a good See you, Mike. One. Later, buddy. Thanks. All right. All right, that's Captain Mike Jeffcoat in Venice, Louisiana. Well, you know... I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Onyx PFDs. You know, approximately 70% of all fatal boating accident victims drown, and out of that 70%, 87% of them were not wearing a personal flotation device. A PFD is like wearing a seatbelt, it's the biggest safety feature proven to save your life. An Onyx AM24, it's the one I wear, it's very comfortable. It's convertible from automatic to manual or manual-only inflation. It has a low-profile design. It keeps you comfortable, especially in hot weather, and it has a soft neoprene neckline that won't rub you raw when you move from spot to spot, especially in rough water. The durable ripstop fabric resists tears and punctures, and inflatable PFDs are not recommended for children or non-swimmers, but Onyx has a complete lineup of flotation devices to fit every situation. For more information, visit onyxoutdoor.com or you can check them out at Academy Sports and Outdoors. I wear Onyx PFDs. You should
1: too. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
3: Yeah, that's my old.
2: Good morning and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Right, it's 519 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down Galveston Way. Check in with Captain James Plog at Tiki Island. James, good morning.
1: Yo, man, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. <laughs> uh, what's happening?
2: What's up? Hey, I. I you know, you missed your call, and they had a, they appointed a rat czar in New York City, man. Little rat could have got him a big time paying job up there.
1: Man, get you a job getting rats. That's guy, we're all over that.
2: Killing rats, man. We've done a, done a bunch of that over the years, haven't we, brother? Dude, I
1: should have moved up there and got going. Yeah. Oh, the Radzar. That's the crazy. Rad. Oh, man. That's your new well, nickname. Pretty-
2: That's what I'm going to do is name you the Ratzar.
1: The Ratzar. Oh, I feel man. like the Radzar.
2: Them old days with Pete and all of us fishing, everybody was a rat. Everybody was a
1: rat. <laughs> Big rat, little rat.
2: Daddy rat. Everybody,
1: everybody was a rat. Mama rat. Man, that's pretty nice this morning.
2: Yeah, it is. Real nice morning. It looks The forecast looks really good today. I mean, it's a forecast, so I'm not
1: going to. Way 100% won't bite when <clears throat> it's nice. Oh, yeah. Man, it's, it, uh... <laughs> well, Monday was, Monday was good, Mickey. It was nasty. That's but two Monday Mondays was
2: in a row. That's two in a row, Three. man, on Mondays. Three. Three? Okay, Three well, a Monday's a day to fish.
1: I think, man, whoever I got booked, I'll cancel the rest of the week. Just plan on going on Mondays.
2: Just just fish on Mondays. That's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, surprisingly good. You know, we didn't uh, we didn't think it was going to be no good. It was northeast hard, nasty. Yeah, it was. Low tide. And, uh, man, it got pretty good. It got, I got not got if we can catch nothing big, but just fishing. It got it got it got good, it was good for a little while, and they bit hard, maybe right when that tide swarmed and then uh we went through there and caught' them. and then then I moved somewhere else, moved about a mile and uh we caught four or five more, and we stayed there a long time and uh I said, man, let's go back in there where we were and just go through there one more time and it was slower, but it's like the old days, you know. The fish never left. We had to peck on them, you know, just like we used to do them, and they bite real hard, and you grab go out there on the mow and go, you know, grind on them, get them going. And, and it was kind of like that. Just fish. You know, some little ones, but, you know, fish. We might have had a three-pounder Mickey maybe. And uh, the hot rod was good. The hot rod was a killer. The tail was good. You know, the little, little, little shrimp-colored sea shad and that little clear little jowl and speckles. I didn't think it'd be no good. I said, man, let me put this thing on. This water don't look that good. And, uh, hell, it was good.
2: <clears throat>
1: so, it was it was just good fishing. They did. I just was where some fish were at, you know, mm-hmm. one or two. Right. And then yesterday, I didn't go back. I didn't go back over there. I said, man, I think this east wind's coming. I don't think it's going to be no good. So I opted to do something else, and, man, yesterday morning, I looked at everything when I left, because I left real early. It was all, you know, had northeast or some east in it. I said, okay. Man, before the sun came up, it turned around and went due north.
2: Yeah, it was due north at my house.
1: And pretty, when I say stiff, it was just enough to mess up what I was doing or shut the bite down. And we caught some, but my water got a little bit dirty and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it wasn't that good. We caught some fish, but it wasn't that good. Yeah. And I saw Big big Travis at the ramp, and he had caught him pretty good, but, you know, he's an animal. Whatever he catches don't count for what, you know, you're trying to take customers and do something. And where he was fishing, there is a lot of fish, but you got to kind of like throw to the wind. And that's, man, that ain't no way my guy's going to throw in that wind. Can't do it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say we missed him. It just, and then, then the tide got so high, bro, that with that low pressure sitting up Louisiana. Uh huh. And that east wind blowing, I mean, you better get out on the bank. You ain't getting out nowhere else. And it come and that's another thing, of course there's ten million excuses, but when that current runs when it gets to going that hard, I don't care where you are, they really don't like it. No. And it was I mean I got out of a spot where the current runs well, way up in the bay. And there's some little guts. And uh just the current. I mean, it's way up in the bay, way from everything, And uh, <laughs> that current was coming in so hard the little guts couldn't really walk against it. Dang. Yeah, it was smoking. I think the water was like... Man, it. my mind, of touch. Monday, we had 63-degree water starting. Mm-hmm. And I think yesterday, I touched maybe 71 when we came in. <laughs> but And we did not. And I'll tell you what, it's the same old deal. When... when Fishing don't bite that good, the pencils bit. I don't know how many little ones we caught. Maybe 20, 25, 30, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of little fish. Catch a few old flounders now. You catch some flounders now. <clears throat> a handful, you catch two or three a day. Mm-hmm. And not even
2: fishing for them?
1: No, just fishing. I lost one. Man, we remember did that awesome. spring,
2: that one spring you had that year, y'all took over Eric Dickinson and... Would y'all catch like eighty flounder in one day?
1: Well, what was the limit back then, Mickey? There was six of us, and we had a limit. Was it twenty? We had eighty. We had eighty flounders. Is what we yeah, had. Yeah, I think
2: the limit was twenty flounder then.
1: Okay, so we didn't quite get a hundred sixty, but we had we had eighty.
2: Yeah, but eighty, flounders. you know, with a rod and reel, you know, fishing with tails. That's
1: that's nuts. And that was in February. Yeah, you know? it was. I remember that. That's one of the first. Now, you know, all that good flounder fishing was after that 89 freeze. And it was like that everywhere, even Kearney Bay. Remember you're by the river, you catch catch uh-huh. 10, 15 flounders. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, and then the trout started, what well, few trout we had then started to bite. I got mad. I said, oh, I don't want to catch no trout. I was trying to catch 20 <laughs> flounders. I think I had 17 or 18. And, man, we cleaned them flounders for days, man. I said, Dick, yeah. what are you going to do with all these flounders, dude? You know how they get me? It was all jumping out of the water, eating glass menace. Uh-huh. Flap, you, you know, it's like you, you'd you hear them just flap on top.
2: Yeah, as soon as your but, tail hits the water, you were on with a flounder. You know, it was yeah. crazy.
1: Remember that one-year guy like that over at Elm Grove? Those flounders go up down that bank, Boy, jumping out of I mean, water. they
2: were coming through there and drove. <laughs> Schools they were over.
1: coming and drove. Drug- hey, you know, you could actually watch migrations and stuff come in. The ball at the flounders, you could watch yeah. stuff transpire it's pretty pretty cool but we got the the little shads that were babies like not long ago they're maybe half ounce spoon size now Mm -hmm. it just just think about that. just in my canal right there by my boat right now there's like millions of them bro man that's just right here well
2: this time of of year back in the day that was a lure of choice this time of year was uh, spoon chunking quarter and half ounce spoons
1: Remember, you used to like that. You used to like that bronze one with that white bucktail. I oh, that there. old
2: bronze, buddy. Oh man, Bringing out. That up. was a good spoon. White bucktail well, you know, on
1: it. We may have a shortage of everything else, but we, the, since all everything else went bad, we we never had no shortage of this many shad ever. Just buku's of them.
2: You know, I remember we used to have them big shad hatches back there in the back of Trinity, and they'd all come out of the marsh. And them big huge clouds.
1: And yeah,
2: we'd think, well, where'd all these shad go? They must be moving south. They never could move south. They got all eating like, eaten up. We had so many fish back then. They'd just, man, them big schools of trout and reds would get on those schools of shad and just wipe the whole school out. They'd eat it. They'd for eat days. the
1: whole school. Yeah, remember you pull up from one school, and so, say, man, I don't like this. I don't see too many popping in here eating. Maybe yeah. one or two. You go the next pile, snow, Look at all these fish in here eating. less fish in here. And in hell, they were even hard to catch when they was eating them shads yeah. like that.
2: And then they'd bust all them big giant schools up, and they'd turn into little shad balls. And that's when you really tore them up. You just throw them motor around and throw it black shad balls, and catch all the fish you wanted. It was nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah. They done whittled them down where there now. There's some competition. I need that. Sh- I need to get that shad right. right, right. there.
2: Exactly. That was <laughs> crazy. Yeah.
1: But, you know, I say for April. Well, what is the middle of April? It's, it's yep. okay, fishing. April can be. You know how April can be. You can, hey, oh, even when we some of my worst
2: months up. have been April before. You know,
1: they're, they're they're tough ones. Like yesterday, I know we lost maybe five, maybe six fish that like hooked. Like these ain't babies. These are some twenty, twenty-one inch fish. Pulling, God, he missed a nice one. Gone, gone. Yeah. Gone, oh, like, dude. Why are we losing so many fish? <laughs> I got all new jig heads out of my box. You know, because I guess over time, if you don't pay attention to points, but it wasn't just me losing. Everybody's losing. Them, but I got me some all brand new jig heads. I ain't gonna lose them now. If I lose remember, them, remember I used I to use
2: them. the same jig heads, especially those uh, pro elite heads. And the more fish you caught on them, it seems like the sharper it would get. You know, a lot of hooks will dull, but. It was like it'd just wear that tip down and just, it'd be like a needle. You'd caught so many fish on it.
1: Yeah, they were good. I tell you what you got to watch, so Mickey's, you, you, like, let's say a little, you know, bass assassins, you know, a lot of them rip off, you know. Right. So you're constantly, you know, usually putting a bait on. And if you're getting them on the little johns, well, they stay on there. You might fish with that thing, you know, four or five days or whatever before it goes away. Right. But overnight, like for me, I just put them back you in my You get box. that rust
2: buildup on there.
1: And the, Yeah, and the point, you know, because it's chemically sharp, and the point, oh, it it looks sharp. Man, it feels sharp. I can still prick a little skin, but if you go just to press your thumb on it like you're going to stick it in your thumb, yeah. you can't even stick it in your thumb. I said, man, this thing ain't no good. It looks good, but it ain't good. So you got to can it and get some new ones.
2: I'll take my jig head and rub it on my thumbnail, and if it scratches that thumbnail real easy, it's still sharp. It's good. You know, the tip of it's, it. Yeah, that's where
1: exactly. I it. Them old gold, them old gold hooks though, them old Paul Pennies back in the day, those hooks never went bad. Those
2: no, that's, I'm still throwing those too. There's some days instead of having that uh, smaller head and the way it sweeps with your bait through the water, sometimes they want that round head to knock that sweep off and you get a straighter pull and
1: you know, straight drop, more, yeah, and a straight pull, you
2: know, up and down action with it, and it. Uh, there's there's applications for it. Well, I made Bill Pachowski a believer in them gold heads back in the day when I was fishing over there with him. I, me and P were nuking them on those Paul Penny heads, and uh, Bill made me order him some and mail them to him. And he, oh, when really? he quit fishing, he was still chunking those gold hook heads. I ordered him, I don't know, <laughs> four or 500 of them.
1: <laughs> oh, they were good. You know, and then the one they had, the little 316s, Oh, yeah. I don't really know what size it was, but it was almost a perfect size. Yeah, it was in between a quarter
2: and a, ha- and a you know, an
1: exactly. eighth and a quarter.
2: Now, it was right there perfect.
1: Yeah, all the heads now are different. You know, my Bass Assassin heads, they say it's this. I don't think it is. This guy says this is a quarter, and I'm looking at it. Dude, there ain't no way that, you know, there. nothing's consistent. You just got to pick one that you feel is, is good. You know, because a true quarter in the bass assassin and the regular heads we make, that quarter ounce, I promise you it's heavier than a quarter ounce. It'll sink like a rock. Yeah,
2: it's it's like a three-eighths
1: or something else. <laughs> it'll, dude, it'll, it'll go. If you want to hang up, that's your that's your head that's your right That's there. your you bottom dredging
2: that. head right there. You can bottom dredge on the ship channel with that one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> one. yeah, yeah. flip you some horses over with that dude.
2: Yeah, buddy.
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but that's All it, brother. Right, yeah, that's cool.
2: All right, uh, you going again today? Yes, sir. All right, I'll light them up. Somebody wants to call you? Give them a number, James.
1: I make four nine seven seven one seven three zero six.
2: Hey, how about our old Texas boys? They hung in there and made a showing anyway.
1: They did, man. Nobody yeah. was disappointing. But, uh, Jefferson, I really enjoyed that, and I don't mind Rom winning. I ain't got no problem with that.
2: No, I don't either. He's a great golfer, and. Uh, yeah. You know, Kepka just uh, – he just couldn't put any birdies together, man. He went all that long stretch of pars, and then the bogey started coming in the fourth round. But, you know, he hung tough. And uh, how about Phil Mickelson? <laughs> Come back from the dead, him and Spieth both. They were playing oh. with each other. They lit each other off, man. That was good stuff. They
1: did. You, what, Ron was lucky. I say he's lucky because he really played a good – he played a good 18, really smart, you know all that. Yeah. But, uh, them boys' feet and Nicholson, then they just run out of holes because they were coming.
2: They were coming. Boy, I'm telling <laughs> you. Sam, hey, Sam like, Bennett, man, that amateur hung in there. What did he finish? 13th or 15th or something? I mean, that's yeah, uh, he, that was that's he, very impressive for an amateur he, to do that and that kind of figure. You know,
1: tra- Travis and I were talking about him, and I you got to go. We're talking about him yesterday because his dad was Travis's dentist. Mm. And we were talking about that. But Taylor, you know Taylor that fishes with him? Yeah. Us, Oh yeah, I told Travis. What you see in Sam Bennett, that's how Taylor plays golf. He's that good. Yep, and he is. He just he ready to go fishing. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: Well, anyway, if he wants bye, to, dude. if he wants to not get good, just try to go pro, and then it'll all cave in on you. <laughs> it's hey, a
1: whole free. different hey, league up there. Hey, hey kind like fish, if you catch them real good on your own, load you up three people, and you got to go catch them and see how
2: good you are. I heard that. All right, buddy. All right, buddy. James, have you. a good day. Catch them up. See Thanks, you, man. All you. right. Well, you know, Boyd's One Stop, they're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croaker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display with all their regulators and diffusers you need more info, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And if you're looking for wild-caught guff seafood, Boyd's has got it. Great prices, great availability. And with crawfish season going big time, Boyd's has got crawfish big time and a great price. Call them at 409-945-4001 or go to One boyds1stop.com. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you.
1: Live from the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
2: Good morning welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 538 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to G-Town. Let's check in with Captain Michael Marquez. We just call him Sharky. Sharky, what's up? What's
0: up, good looking?
2: How's it going, man?
0: Man, I'm just tying on, finished tying on my... Free shrimp rigs right now.
2: Free and shrimping.
0: I got a pretty good idea what well, we're gonna go and try to try to chase down today on this beautiful like some trout day.
2: fishing fiction to go on to me.
0: Yeah, we're gonna give her a go, man. I'm I got a. I think I either have two or three folks this morning and uh we got a little four hour trip, but I'll tell you what, I'm my, I'll tell you my rotation. I'm probably Gonna pull right around, right across the channel here. I'm looking at uh, some green lights going on, you know. So I'm gonna sneak right, right around the corner here to these green lights,
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: uh, we're gonna cast a few shrimps in there, catch like three redfish and four or five trout real quick, you know. Start things off pretty strong, and and then I'm gonna go to the causeway, and maybe uh, if the water's green at the causeway, I might make a make a little pit stop and fish the old railroad bridge in there
2: and uh
0: and then move out to the to the channel man i mean if i if i catch trout on the lights or i catch trout at the causeway i'll know that they're uh in here enough to you know have a good shot at at hitting them in the channel if i don't catch trout at the first two spots i'm just gonna blast from those two spots probably to the jetties um but if i catch trout in here at the causeway man I, i have a real good shot at getting them in the uh shipping channel so yeah that's my game plan, dude. Hopefully, at least you got uh, one. heck yeah, heck yeah. You know, and I'll go out, and none of those things will happen, and it'll be great, and we'll just kind of do everything, <laughs> everything different. That's fishing, you know. Right. But uh, at least I, I think I know what's going on this morning.
2: Y'all seeing a lot of those tall ships around Galveston? I've been seeing Some a lot tall of pictures sh- of them. Yeah, the tall black ships. clipper ships. You know what oh yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah yeah i have been i have been too um I haven't been fishing as much as i I'd like to be fishing though, I've been doing a lot of a lot of back end stuff, and uh man, just prepping, we put on two new weather systems on the contender so you can um you know have twenty four seven access to good serious x m weather and radars and all that, and you know revamped our memberships with those guys and just getting. Getting things squared away, you know, to taking be out of cell of phone business. service for a while. Mm-hmm. So, taking care of business, brother. Um, yeah. But the Jack Carvels, man, those guys are showing up crazy. The Pompano are showing up. We finally got a couple of beautiful days here. Um, last two days, the, the current has been absolutely insane at the Jetties um so we've yeah, had these two
2: the tired days man that's a good push Woo. and a good pull well pull in the morning and push in the afternoon that's a lot of current man coming through the rocks is. down there
0: it is man it is and that's exactly right mickey it's just you know there's fish to be caught but you got to fish a heavy enough weight to you know stick that bait down there
2: yep gotta um, get it down other races but you Y'all know doing pretty good on redfish huh
0: yeah man this has been shoot we went out two days ago maybe and uh i was on a monster trip so you know heavy tackle only right man we whacked in i think an hour we hit 15 bulls and uh yeah it was it was like september october you know (laughs) just (laughs) crazy redfish runs you know dropping baits and hooking up instantly it was it was super cool um then we went out and actually did some shark fishing and caught a few big sharks which was nice you know so uh for that style of trip that's what they wanted that's what we did so we went out there and caught some decent fish and uh or some real good fish and uh came back in but anyway light tackle today i'm on a light tackle only trip and so uh we'll get out there and see if we can kind of do a little meat haul see what happens y'all been
2: uh, y'all been popping any flounder on your light tackle trips
0: you know if, if we if we end back up in the harbor yes yeah.
2: you know and, and we've been
0: finishing off the trip with you know one or two here and there um you know it's a great it's a great fallback if the customers aren't feeling real well or somebody gets sick on the boat you know to end back up into the harbor and get it get back into one of those you know little creases or crevices of the channel and you know, start smacking, smacking supply. It's cool because, you know, you're going to catch half a dozen of them pretty quick. Um, but you know, there's just a lot of small ones mixed in, you know, so, um, but they're there. I mean, they're there enough to have a good time and and catch them. You know, you just got to kind of cycle through the, the little guys, but it definitely, uh, takes up some good time and, you know, and customers are happy catching fish. So, we're still catching a few of them here and there you know sure we've been sticking a couple on the on the last couple trips we got one at the jetties right you know? and uh that's always that's always fun you know <laughs> thinking that it's just a drum or something like that and they pull that thing up and it's like ah, look at the size of that flounder
2: <laughs> that's well, always fun <laughs> you know getting back to your you know people getting uh a little sick out there. I bet y'all see that a lot with them rocking boats and everything, fishing those swells at the jetties.
0: Yeah, yeah, we do. It's, you know, I always tell folks, everybody says, man, how many people get sick or whatever? And usually the number is one out of six is what I've yeah. kind of narrowed it down to. <laughs> if I've got six, you know, or maybe I have a three-person trip in the morning, a three-person in the afternoon, usually – Maybe one, you know, you get lucky. You go a couple days without people getting sick, and then, uh, but yeah, if I got a group of six people, usually one of them is our our, uh, designated chummer, you know, and uh, (laughs) God bless them. You know, I feel terrible, but that's just... I know,
2: that's a a bad feeling, seasickness. It's the worst, man. It is. I've been close (laughs) a couple of times offshore before, you know, where it just, you know, that kinda of lightheaded and nauseous feel like going, Oh Lord. Oh yeah. Please not today.
0: Yeah, please not but today. But it was it
2: was bad. We shouldn't even have been out there. It was just too rough, man. Yeah. What gets I, you, you is know, when I, you're tying, you know, tying knots and and oh, wrapping leaders shit. and all that, looking down at the boat and focusing on that and oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that'll get you. <laughs> that'll true. get you. That's a weird feeling, buddy.
0: I always tell people don't look at don't look down at your cell phones. If you think you're gonna get sick, you know, don't be don't be texting your BFF on the cell phone, you know, because you look down and you're gonna lose lose track of your surroundings
2: pretty quick, you know. And, exactly. So Focus keep on the horizon.
0: That's right. That's right. And fishing, you know.
2: And fishing. Focus it. on that. <laughs> You know, all the people you take, do you get a lot of people that spend a lot of time on their cell phones while they're out there fishing?
0: You know, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, we we like to be on the fish or at least enough action to keep people pretty preoccupied, you know. Um, but we get our fair share of businessmen and businesswomen that come out and, you know, they're taking their calls and, and hooked up to a redfish, you know, talking about the next <laughs> delivery time and you know, so, uh, right. We get our fair share of both, you know, we see, we see a little bit of everything, but as far as, you know, people just kind of hanging out on their phones the whole time, it's pretty, it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare. Right. Uh, shoot, we're pretty entertaining, you know, so we kind we kind of keep them or we try to be entertaining. We try to keep them, you know, at least something to do and interested in what's going on. And we try to teach them, you know, as, as, uh, That's one thing we're good at. You know, we don't just get out there and just cast a bunch of rods in the water and customers have no idea. We try to explain where we're fishing and why we're fishing it and, you know, our rigging and why we're using this rig. And, you know, people either, some people don't really care for the information and other people just absolutely love it. But we tell them either way, you know.
2: (laughs) Right. You know, and the people that do like it, they probably have their own boats or you know, fish a lot in this area and they they want to learn, sure. you know, that's, sure. that's what you're there for is to show them, show them the ropes, buddy.
0: That's it. That's
2: it. Well, well, it's going to be uh, killer summer. It's it's looking that way if it'll ever get here, which I'm fine yeah. with. I like this weather right here. This is so comfortable. It's perfect.
0: Boy, it is nice, isn't it? It, it is nice.
2: You know, coming about nice July cool. or August, we'll be wishing for this again.
0: Oh, you daggum right we will be.
2: Old dog days of summer. Out there with not a breath of wind and, oh, man. Pray yeah. the tide movement and get some water moving. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Slack tide. Slack tide, Mickey. Here a lot you of, A lot
2: of boat riding going on, cooling cooling your sports <laughs> down. You know, they just <laughs> – we get used to the heat, and they don't. They're just not used to it. And boy, you got to watch yeah. people. you got to watch them. Yeah.
0: It's coming, buddy. The season is coming. Where we're no vapor
2: locking. We don't want anybody yeah. to vapor lock. <laughs> Walk outside and you're like, I can't breathe. You know. Super so right hot. now, I mean, what what y'all's uh, really target species right now? I guess is redfish, huh? For
0: yeah, it action. just depends. Yeah, that's true. For the most action, you know, we are seeing a lot of big redfish showing up. Um, some nice slot redfish up on the rocks. If the current's slow enough, you know we're catching those guys, and uh, you know it just really depends what what style of trip people are booking with us. You know, as far as what we're going after, but you know, probably you're probably spot on as far as what's most prominently kind of running around right now, and that is some uh, you know that's redfish. We are catching some good ones, and um, they're they're eating shad. So anybody who's listening is going going fishing. We're catching a bunch of them on shad. We transitioned away from crab. You know the water temperatures are finally rising, right. and uh, and so you know you could pop them on mullet, but we've just had more luck uh, over the last two weeks. Really, a ton of luck uh, zoning in on whole menhaden. Hayden. Uh, and I'll I'll take a knife and kind of c- cut that tail, cut that tail right. off. You know, inch or two of it just to get some sense sense going. Scent um, release. That's it, get a little scent release out there, and uh, man, it's been on like Donkey Kong, dude. The South Jetty has been lit up on fire every time we fished it the last week, um, you know, just littered with redfish,
2: so it's been a lot of fun. How about, and- the, how about the sheephead run? I'm not seeing a lot of sheep pictures right now. It's man. kind of slowed up on them, on them table shots of sheephead.
0: You know what? It's it's an odd deal because usually, you know, shoot, April, May, we're smack downing, you know, mm-hmm. smacking the dag of sheephead. And I haven't had really a ton of, uh, you know, it. they're either there or they're not, you know. And you you do catch a few of them here and there, but right. I haven't had like 40 fish trip or, you know, six people times five. You know, I haven't had yeah. any limit out trips like usually we do this time of year on sheeps
2: um I haven't I'm really more seen. Pu- I'm that, so. more puppy drum than sheephead right that's now. That's right. In these dock shots.
0: That's exactly right. Shane brought back I think six or seven pups, and you know maybe like three sheephead and a bunch of redfish right. yesterday. But that's exactly right. right. More, more puppy drum. Which is cool, you know. Them them uh them pup drum put up a nice little fight, you know, and they're good
2: little. They're good dudes, eating, so. man. They are good affair heck yeah they really are and uh, you get
0: a good you know 15
2: to 18 inch little puppy
0: draw man you ain't
2: yeah shoot
0: that'll go up with a redfish no problem
2: they fry up real nice yeah they do yeah Yeah, they do
0: man i had a trout the other day i stuck a pig trout in office um you know and i i was i took that thing home and i was all excited and Man, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm not a real big trout fan, man, and that kind of sealed the deal for me. I really, I really prepped it. I prepped it with some redfish and uh, right. Man, I well,
2: and I've been into that. Plus, trout it problem. was a bigger one too. You know, the bigger ones aren't near as. Good to eat as the Small ones. The small ones are. Better, That's true. You know. Fifteen. Yeah. Inches. There, there's your table fare right there, buddy. All That's right, Charlie. true. Well, hey, I'm going to let you get rolling, get all, all right, your son. sports lined up and all your ducks in a row. Uh, somebody wants to call and come down and fish with you guys. Give them some info.
0: Come on with it, man. Let's go make some memories. Hop on our website. It's Outcast Fishing, with No com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability right there on our website. Man, come out, lodge with us. We sleep up to 18 upstairs. Hop on the boat the next morning. Let's go catch some fish, make some memories, and... Man, have a blessed uh, rest of your week, everybody you too, listening. Buddy. And Mickey and man, we'll talk to you soon, brother. That dog will hunt.
2: All right, buddy. See yes, you, man. sir. Thank you, Sharky. I'll shark. let you know how
0: today goes, buddy. All, all right, right. We'll see. later.
2: All right, all right. That's Sharky Marquez. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT, Houston. Okay, picture this: it's Friday
0: afternoon when a thought hits you.